Hi everyone, my name is Erin Beebe and it is my pleasure here today to be able to share my ideas with you. What I'd love to have the opportunity to do is give everyone listening a look at the past, present, and future of our world as we know it and how the conflict of the world exists between us. While there are so many points from then and now we could compare, I'd like to focus on two 20-year-or-so periods specifically. As we look at times from 1919 to 1939, and from 2000 to 2019, I want us to be able to grasp an idea together of how these two troubling periods for society could play into one another. To begin with the past, I will set our focus on European nations and other foreign powers, including their leaders, ideologies, and policies of that time, and with the future, I will set our focus on the world as a whole and how modern communication has impacted humanity. Now, while it is my goal to compare and contrast these times on two separate terms, I would also like to be able to connect them together. To illustrate this concept for you, in the middle section of a Venn diagram per se, and how international relations of these times would have or could have been different with the influence of modern communication that exists today. So my question for you all is, what role does modern communication play in international relations? As we begin to examine what took place in international relations during the age of extremism from 1919 to 1939, there are a few key things we should note. First, Benito Mussolini became the leader of Italy in 1922, and Adolf Hitler became the Chancellor of Germany in the year of 1933. As these two individuals rose to power, they used advantageous policies and tactics. With more aggressive approaches post the First World War, Mussolini and Hitler both practiced orders that in hindsight would lead to another world war and change the world as we knew it to be. The conflict that was caused shows both their successes and failures, which created great disunity on a global scale. While efforts to prevent conflict have been made, it is interesting to see how modes of modern communication have changed this over the past 100 years. The most evident one, and probably the first thing that comes to your mind when I mention modern communication, is social media. Most of us are familiar with what it is, and while we have seen it bring people together, we have also seen it push many apart. One of the main things it does, as all modern communication does, is bring news to people. It makes us more aware of what is happening around us, or so we think. What I hope you gain as you are listening to this is not a reason to eliminate social media from your life or to li limit your relations with others because they can cause problems, but rather to reevaluate them and to assess how you can change their impact on your life and the lives of others. Comparing yesterday and today is easy to dismiss for many. What's in the past is in the past, and that is a fact, but we have also seen history repeat itself. And while I'm most definitely not implying that we will go to physical war with each other, I'm rather stating that we're at a virtual war with one another, using our differences as an excuse for division. This disunity is much like what was seen in the Spanish Civil War of 1936, as well as the world as a whole at this time. The ability we have created for ourselves to be disunified is much like the Nationalist Party in Spain at the time of their civil war. However, while we are not at a physical war with one another, we are online with each other in our own communities and around the globe, a disunity that will not change until we change the perspective of how we communicate with one another. 
The impact the internet has had on today's society has shown us things we could have never imagined before, causing the thought to be provoking as to what if social media had existed at the time of Hitler and Mussolini's rises to power. Would it have impacted society in similar ways that it has today? To look at how the media is supposed to make us aware of things, it is also interesting to see people's lack of action on it. By way of illustration, one of the many apparent issues in the world today relates to the refugees of Syria seeking asylum. So many are aware of this issue and see it in the news often, yet are not always prone to make an effort to change it. Comparing this to Hitler's rise, even if modern communication was available at this time, and more people around the globe were aware of what was going on, would enough people have cared to change it? It is also equally as important to consider how filtered the media can be, whether this is the exacerbation of certain issues or rather the lack of awareness of certain issues. Sometimes the media does not get all the information across. To put this into today's perspective, the media in North Korea is more limited than anywhere else in the world. And not only the media and modern communication as a whole, but the internet is also very restricted. While the Constitution addresses freedom of speech and of the press, it is only allowed if in favor of the government or the president, currently Kim Jong-un. This makes at least myself question if Hitler and Mussolini's policies for Germany and Italy would have been similar. It also makes me question what the social media pages of Hitler and Mussolini would have looked like. Would they have shared things about themselves? Would they have shared things about the state of their nation and the world as a whole? Would it have been honest or would it have been corrupted? Looking back to Hitler and Mussolini's advantageous rises and the abusive policy of appeasement, which was implemented specifically by Neville Chamberlain, who was the Prime Minister of Great Britain at the time, multiple factors of Hitler's rise can be attributed to the gateway led by the policy of appeasement as he acted deceitful in front of Chamberlain. Again, with respect to a smaller scale, many would relate this to bullying, and how bullying has existed for many years, but has become even more apparent and possibly even worse with the addition of modern communication. Another thing with social media platforms is the struggle of status for an individual. People have begun to base their worth on the amount of people who follow them or like what they post. This relates similarly to the struggle of power for a leader or a nation a hundred years ago and today. Everything seems to be about if people approve of us and support us. What people always seem to miss is the people who really do. I'd like to take a minute to discuss these points of the past and present with a friend of mine, Jenna LeBlanc. We will also take time to look into the influences that exist regarding communication and conflict for the future. Hi Jenna, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you, and thank you again for joining me today to discuss these struggles present in the lives of many. First, I would like to establish your thoughts on how modern communication, and specifically social media, have impacted the lives of people all around the world. For me, what first comes to mind is that it seems that social media has created somewhat of a collective disconnect around the world, despite its intentions to do the opposite of that. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Social media has created this disunity, per se, in the world that has changed the way we would communicate with one another. Exactly. One of the things I think it does the most is that it implements comparison of unrealistic edited things like looks, lifestyles, and ideals. For sure. And we have begun to limit ourselves and diminish our relationships with others because of the way we think people see us, or rather view us as other human beings. 
Mm-hmm. Rather than investing time into actually getting to know each other and growing in true and honest relationships, it seems we've allowed the comparison that social media brings to create this harsh separation between us and who we are in our most raw form. Yes, and I definitely think that this is something that we'll want to change for the future. And not to say that all of those who use social media don't recognize this, but rather that is it is a collective effort that they may not feel they can change because they are worried about how others will see them. I completely agree. I think a big effort needs to be made in the intentions behind social communications rather than being used as a way to pass time and as a mindless outlet for comparison. We must make the choice to use it in an intentional way that that displays rawness in a purposeful way. Yes, and doing so would make it much better of a use in our lives so that in 100 years we won't look back and say, and ask ourselves, why did we waste time in doing something wasteful with the gift of modern communication we've been given? Thank you for listening and joining me as we compared the past and present of communication and conflict. While it is evident that we won't ever truly know how modern communication could have influenced Hitler and Mussolini's rise to power, it is still interesting to look at. As we have seen the effects it has had on society today, we can assume that it most likely would have had both positive and negative impacts. As we don't have the power to change the past, we do have the power to change the present and the future. We have, with the essence and spread of modern communication, the ability to make an impact on these global issues. As we become aware of what is happening around us, it should be our goal to better them, whether it be big or small. Surely, we won't want to look back in 100 years and say, if only I had done something about it. Mm